Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for February 20th, 2020. The topic this week is, there's still time to start cool season annual flowers indoors for a jumpstart on spring. Simple and fresh and fair from winter's clothes emerging, as if no artifice of fashion, business, politics had ever been forth from its sunny nook of sheltered grass, innocent, golden, calm as the dawn. The spring's first dandelion shows its trustful face. Walt Whitman, The First Dandelion, 1888 Just a few years before his death, Walt Whitman began writing poetry for the New York Herald, one of the most prominent newspapers of the 19th century. His verse, The First Dandelion, which celebrates springtime, was published on March 12th. Unfortunately, the great blizzard of 1888 hit New York that same evening, and the aging poet became the scapegoat for disgruntled, snowbound readers who apparently thought the storm was his fault. I certainly sympathize with Whitman for his poor timing. Last week, I wrote about taking advantage of the sunny weather by writing in my garden. However, by the time the newspaper was delivered on Sunday morning, the weather had turned cold and rainy. Thank you for not sending scornful emails. In fact, fall springs are common in the Rogue Valley. Last year, in the middle of March, we had a three-day stretch of daytime temperatures in the mid-70s, but then temperatures plunged to the low 50s just a few days later. Nighttime temperatures dropped to freezing or below 10 times in March, none in April, but only reached 39 degrees for three nights in a row during early May. I know springtime in Southern Oregon is fickle. Nevertheless, I get excited when early buds form on the fruit trees in February, only to feel depressed when a late frost in March nips off their heads. Really, though, it's not that spring is trying to fool gardeners into premature eagerness, but to teach us that time is a human invention. The natural world prefers to unfold spring in curves rather than in straight lines. Yet, for enthusiastic gardeners, there's a lot of planting to do right now. This includes sowing seeds indoors for cool season annual flowers, which will be transplanted into the garden during March and April. I recently spoke with Don Tipping of Siskiyou Seeds and Seven Seeds Farm in Williams, and they recommend seeding the following hardy annuals now that can be enjoyed in the garden and in cut flower arrangements. Poppies are or Papaver Roas, P. nudical and P. somniferum, English marigolds, or Calendula officinalis, bachelor's buttons, Centaurus cyanus, dill, Anethum graviolens, and sweet peas, Lathyrus odoratus. I believe I've had the most success so far sowing these annual flower seeds directly into the garden beds. However, I don't have any recorded evidence of this, so I'm going to try direct seeding half the seeds now and starting the other half in my unheated greenhouse under supplemental grow lights. I'll let you know which method produces the healthiest plants by summertime. Other lesser known but equally garden-worthy annuals include Sorinth, such as Sea Kiwi Blue, White Finch or Orlea Grandiflora, Godicia Clarkia Omina, and Facelia P. Tenacetafiolia. Facelia is also called Bee's Friend because the purple flowers are irresistible to bumblebees and native sweat bees.
Igrophacelia, which is a prolific self-seeder and should be direct seeded like a cover crop. However, the rest of the cool season annuals listed can either be sown in the garden in the fall or seeds can be started indoors in February and then transplanted into the garden during March and April. Siskiyou Seeds describes each of these flowers in their colorful mail-order catalog and on their website, www.siskiyouseeds.com. They offer certified organic, open-pollinated seeds, most of which have been grown in Southern Oregon. Their cool season annual flower seeds are available in individual packets or in a mixed collection that includes 10 kinds of flowers. For planting seeds outdoors, First, be sure to remove the debris in the garden bed, then loosen the earth with a garden fork and work compost or leaf mold into the top few inches of soil. Sow seeds about twice as deep as the seed is long. I usually plant a few seeds in each hole and then thin out later, and space them between 6 to 12 inches apart. Water gently and add a thin layer of mulch, which will help prevent the seeds from being washed away during heavy rains. Flowers started from seeds outdoors tend to be more robust, but the downside is that the sweet young shoots are easy prey for the season's first round of ravenous garden insects. Floating row cover may help deter these pests. For starting seeds indoors in an unheated greenhouse or on a Sunday windowsill, first be sure to clean your plastic trays if, like me, you never got around to doing it last fall. Consider phasing these trays out as the plastic turns brittle and cracks. Replace them with wooden trays or soil blocks. Don told me they make their own potting soil for seedlings from a mixture of 10 parts sifted aged compost to one part coarse sand and one quart per wheelbarrow of crushed eggshells and powdered kelp. I like the idea of making my own planting medium to reduce my use of plastic packaging, so I'm going to give this combination a try. Once planted, keep the seeds moist by watering with a fine mist sprayer every day or every other day as needed. I cover my indoor seedlings at night and I check the soil temperature consistently to make sure it stays within the ideal temperature range for germination. The tricky part for me about growing seeds indoors is to transplant the seedlings outside before the greenhouse becomes too hot, which is surprisingly early. I am reassured by Don's advice that cool season annual flowers like to get planted out when it's still pretty darn cold outside, which is March and early April. If a rogue blizzard happens to sweep through during March, just chalk it up to the headiness of springtime gardening in the Rogue Valley. Off we go. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.